Hello and welcome to Habemus Papam, episode 85, John the Sixth. Dear brothers and sisters, Annuncio Vobis. Annuncio Vobis. Annuncio Vobis Gaudium Magnum. Gaudium Magnum. Gaudium Magnum. Habemus Papam. Hey everyone, if you remember from last week, we had a kind of a tumultuous exchange between the Pope and the Byzantine Empire, and we're going to have another one today. In October of 701 AD, a man named John, of Greek origin, was elected Bishop of Rome, making him John VI. We have two major stories about his time as Pope, which was relatively short. The first one comes in around the time of his election and consecration. There was a new emperor in Constantinople, a guy named Tiberius III, and if you're having a hard time keeping track of Byzantine empires, so am I. I've got a little tab on my on my browser that goes to a list of Byzantine emperors because they change all the time. There's all these coups and backstabbings and different things, and it's just going to get worse from here on out. So I'll remind you, but you don't really need to keep too much track of it. We'll 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 know the big ones, and then from there on, you know, you just do what you can. So Tiberius III wanted to restore some of the imperial control over Italy, which had been dying out over the last couple uh, decades. And we remember from last week that there was basically a revolt in Italy when Justinian II tried to impose his will on the Pope and take him captive. Well, Tiberius decided it would be a good time then to reassert his imperial power. So he sent a guy named Theophylact to be the new exarch or Byzantine governor of Italy. And Theophylact arrived in Sicily and then he marched up to Rome. But you can bet, after just getting riled up last episode, the Italians are really not going to be happy with another Byzantine emperor trying to impose his will on Italy. And so this new guy coming to town is just going to cause problems. So just like last week, an Italian army formed and marched on Rome to throw out this new imperial governor. But John VI was ready for them. He realized that it was a pretty dicey political situation. On the one side, there's the imperial government who wants to get control of Italy. And on the other side, there's this army with almost an open revolt against Constantinople. And if they succeeded and killed the imperial governor, then that would mean they were effectively declaring independence from the Byzantine Empire, which would be both open Italy up to retribution from the Byzantines, but it would also give other groups in the area, like the Lombard tribes who are still camped out in northern Italy, an excuse to move in on Rome. Plus, there would be a lot of violence, civil war, bloodshed, and it wouldn't be good. So what did the Pope do? When the army arrived at Rome, he locked all the gates of the city. And then he got together his best priests, and he sent them out to all the various army camps surrounding the town to preach the peace of Christ and to just calm the riled-up soldiers down. So they preached. They preached peace. They preached concord, and it worked. The rebel army spared the life of Theophylact, who moved on from Rome to Ravenna, but it showed the real weakness of the Byzantine Empire in Italy. And this is one more piece of evidence for the basic end of Byzantine rule in Italy and the Byzantine role in the papacy. Now, other people noticed this as well. Due to the instability in Constantinople, the emperors just kept getting deposed, as I mentioned, and rebellion in Italy the Lombards thought this would be a good time to move south. And so a Lombard duke named Gisolf invaded and captured several key towns north of Rome and was threatening the city itself. And again, Pope John VI intervened. He sent priests to the Lombard camps with money to ransom all the captives taken by the Lombards. 
and then they convince the Lombards not to move further south. We have a couple of other little notes about Pope John VI, but those are the two, the two biggest ones. He seems to have been a very prudent, diplomatic pope. He walked these thin lines between conflicting powers, and he persuaded them to help promote peace. He died on January 11th in 705 and was buried at St. Peter's Basilica, and he's going to be succeeded by another Pope John, Pope John VII, and we will talk about him next week. Thanks for listening to Habemus Papam. You can check out the rest of the Catholic Bites podcast at catholicbites.com. Check out our other podcasts or find us on iTunes. Thank you and God bless.